next on the 5 o'clock report. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. The closer she is to Donald Trump, the easier it is for her to justify continuing on. Abortions have increased, especially here in New York. Walk like a penguin. See you on the radio. I say that every week. A peculiar phrase for anyone to speak. The Goldilocks economy, not too hot, not too cold. Kids are not comfortable. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Good afternoon and welcome to the broadcast. I'm Family Life News anchor Sarah Harnish. We start in New Hampshire. Donald Trump surprised voters in the Granite State today where he showed up in Londonderry, New Hampshire, the first state to hold a primary in the 2024 presidential election. So who are you supporting today? Donald Trump. Donald Trump. I think he's the best candidate for the country right now. Donald Trump. Because he did four years and got so much done than any other president has done. He's the best president in my lifetime. It is a two-person race between Trump and Nikki Haley. The closer she is to Donald Trump tonight... Some we talked to say she's got to be in single digits. The easier it is for her to justify continuing on. Trump is leading Haley in the polls for the GOP vote with a 40 point margin, 66 to 24 percent. Meanwhile, President Biden and Vice President Harris, along with their spouses, are attending an abortion rights rally today in northern Virginia. It's their first appearance together. Democrats have made the abortion issue a key campaign issue in the 2024 race for the White House. Here's Meredith Outer Kirk with Planned Parenthood. Roe versus Wade was never the ceiling of reproductive freedom. It was always the floor. So we're here talking about how we can reimagine a freedom of reproductive rights access. Pro-life activist Michelle Sterilais Sikorsi with Feminists Choosing Life. We see since Roe has been overturned, abortions have increased, especially here in New York State. We need to address the reasons that drive women to abortion. The lack of affordable child care. The lack of paid parental leave. Abortion rights activists fear a Republican victory in the race for president this fall will lead to a nationwide abortion ban. Pro-lifers fear if the Democrats win, it will be open season on unborn babies in all 50 states. Travel advisories are in effect today as a messy mix of wintry precipitation envelops the listening area. Scores of schools in New York and PA were shut down this morning due to unsafe road conditions. Meteorologist Mike Saika with WIVB-TV says it's a watch-your-step sort of afternoon. Walk like a penguin, okay? <laughs> because it's going to start to ice up. And this is pretty solid, so everybody's going to be dealing with some of this. Snow showers and freezing rain this afternoon into tonight could make travel tricky at times. Meteorologist Kevin Williams tells us who gets what, where, and when coming up in a few minutes. Charles Osgood has passed away at the age of 91. He spent half a century anchoring at CBS News. The Osgood Files. This is Charles Osgood. He was known for his trademark bow tie. It was the day after Christmas, and what do you know, down from the sky in the east fell the snow. And his witty rhymes on the air. See you on the radio. I say that every week. A peculiar phrase some people think for anyone to speak. A bygone era, he had been suffering from dementia. Israel is mourning the deaths of 24 soldiers in its worst day of loss since the start of the war in Gaza. <laughs> Ah, 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 ah. 
24 reservists were killed, 21 in one incident alone. They died when a rocket-propelled grenade hit a tank, which set off explosions in two buildings where the Israelis had planted mines. This Jewish woman was stunned by the news. It's terrible, but we got to do what we got to do to so that uh, October 7th doesn't happen again. It's the price of war, which is difficult. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu called it one of the hardest days since the outbreak of the war. The U.S. Supreme Court says federal border agents can tear down 30 miles of razor wire in Texas. It was put up to keep illegal immigrants out. Here's Texas Senator Ted Cruz. This decision makes me angry and even more angry is listening to Joe Biden just flat out lie. He doesn't want to solve it. He doesn't want to prevent it. He wants more. A federal appeals court in New Orleans could still rule in favor of Texas and the razor wire, which Governor Greg Abbott insists is necessary to stem the flow of asylum seekers. A new test may be able to detect Alzheimer's disease 15 years before it appears. According to the research published in JAMA Neurology this week, there is a new test screen for a unique protein known as PTEL, and it's just as accurate as expensive tests like lumbar punctures. They're working to get the test available in clinical settings. And some good news to report on the economy. Both the Dow and the S&P 500 broke records on the stock market in the last week, and now 20 states have gas prices under $3 a gallon. There's something happening in the psyche that would, the psyche that's been fragile for American yeah, consumers. Yeah. People are feeling a little bit better. Economists say there's been a shift. They're calling it like a Goldilocks economy, not too hot, not too cold, just right. A few things happening. Wages are growing faster than your grocery bill, and that's been happening for a few months, and people can notice that. Egg prices, while higher than we'd like, they're still lower than last year. Oh. Gas prices, $3, maybe $0.08 cents a gallon nationwide, but 20-some states have below 3 bucks a gallon. So there are things that people feel, including their 401ks, I think, that are starting to turn positive and people are feeling better about the economy. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, lifting the requirements on homegrown marijuana, icicle damage, and the looming potato chip shortage in Pennsylvania. But first, weather with Kevin Williams. This is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life. So, sleet and freezing rain that fell today will be diminishing tonight. As temperatures slowly rise, the risk of icy weather will then diminish. In the meantime, for the night tonight, areas of light, freezing rain, sleet, and snow this evening. Temperatures slowly rising overnight. Then cloudy, milder tomorrow and Thursday. Some rain and drizzle from time to time and some patchy fog. And we're heading into the 40s for high temperatures the next several days. A 40 sounds great. Thank you, Kevin. Checking the stories, making news where you live across New York and Pennsylvania. New York state regulators are poised to allow anyone 21 or older to lawfully grow their own marijuana plants. Family Life's Jeremy Miller has the story. If approved, the proposed regulations would allow anyone to grow up to six plants a season. Right now, only those with prescriptions or their caregivers can legally grow at home. Doctors certified to prescribe marijuana can do so for any reason, including insomnia and anxiety. There's no telling what impact legalizing homegrown marijuana will have, but law enforcement has already stopped targeting illegal grow operations. The proposed regulations are expected to be discussed at tomorrow's Cannabis Control Board meeting.
Jeremy Miller, Family Life News. We mentioned yesterday that this week's January thaw might cause some structural damage to homes in western New York, where there's a lot of snow on the ground and on your roof. This roofer says if homeowners don't take the time to clear their roof of ice and snow, there could be some major problems down the road. Once it gets past the shingles, it's guaranteed that it goes into your house. So first it'll get into your insulation, and slowly it'll seep right into your drywall. That roofer from Buffalo says insulation and ventilation are key to keeping humidity huge icicles from forming on your home. He says they may be pretty to look at, but they can also cause major damage to your property. Pennsylvania Democrats want to roll back decades-old safety regulations at the Commonwealth's 19 abortion clinics. Senseless restrictions still exist in Pennsylvania that block access to safe abortion. These requirements force abortion providers to shut their doors. State Representative Mary Isaacson calls the regulations sexist. We don't require such restrictions when a man wants to get a vasectomy. So it's about time that we roll back these restrictions. The safety procedures were adopted in the aftermath of the Dr. Kermit Gosnell House of Horrors tragedy in Philadelphia. He ran a clinic where mothers and babies died in unregulated, unsanitary conditions. The grand jury that uh, released a report after the Kermit Gosnell uh, investigation basically said that the abortion clinics in Pennsylvania were regulated less regulated than nail salons and that women were put at risk. Michael Gere with the Pennsylvania Family Institute calls the rollback effort the logical next step in the emboldened pro-abortion movement. They think they should be free to do whatever they want to do, put women's health at risk, put babies certainly at risk uh, when, when they go into an abortion clinic. One of the regulations that Democrats object to requires abortion clinics to adhere to the same medical standards as hospitals. Pennsylvania is no is the potato chip capital of the world, but the Keystone State could see a potato shortage. Seven new species of bacteria have been identified for the first time ever in Pennsylvania, one of them found for the first time in the U.S. Penn State researchers were able to isolate and identify which ones were causing black leg and soft rot problems, as well as wilting, stunting, black lesions, and rotting tubers. They say it may lead to a potato shortage until they can get the bacteria under control. Our Family Life Hometown Hero is a Western New York Christian partnership which fosters cooperation between local congregations to accomplish community ministry. Casey Jones directs Allegheny Hope of Friendship New York. Let's take a closer look. As an organization, we talk all the time about holistic health, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. I often equate that with like a three-legged stool. If one leg is out of balance, everything's out of balance. Even the federal government recognizes those three components but we consistently have been to a lot of government-funded trainings of which all three components are on the screen at the beginning of the presentation, but the discussion talks about only physical and mental-emotional health. It doesn't uh, get into the spiritual piece, and so we uh, try to do that. We have been able to find some, some synergy, if you will, between some of the area churches to kind of combine forces on some things? We are focused right now on working with the Churches of Friendship New York to help build a healthy family and community relationships. A couple pastors of churches there expressed an interest in working together, not primarily for their own churches, but for God's purposes. And so Allegheny Hope has been assisting in facilitating coming together in some of those areas. The churches that actually expanded and increased membership, increased 
increased salvations, increased baptisms, and so forth like that, were churches that were out in the community helping to determine how can we can we help the community versus staying home and trying to figure out why people aren't coming to see us. That's a big difference in regard to churches that are growing and what is sometimes referred to as a 75% that are either stagnated or are in decline. Into the 2020s where divisiveness is just rampant, efforts like this to bring together instead of divide really just seem to be all the more crucial. The whole aspect of how can we come together and do 90% of the things that we can agree to versus be focused upon the 10% of things that we can't focus on at all. Many, many people shy away from the church because they say, well, if they can't agree upon what they're doing, why should I get involved in that mess? Where what is happening in friendship, a lot of things that can be done if we're focused on what the real issue is, and that's what's God want done, not us. To hear more on this feature, you can check it out online anytime at familylife.org slash newspodcast. It's time next for tonight's market report brought to you by Faithward Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. Stocks were mixed today as the early earnings season continues. The Dow Jones falling off of its all-time high. 3M shares falling over 11% today as the poor 2024 profit outlook for the company was far below Wall Street's expectations. A positive 2024 earnings outlook for United Airlines has helped to boost its share prices by nearly 5% while lifting share prices for Delta and American Airlines. Netflix creating some buzz in the market today from their recent agreement with the WWE to present Raw on their streaming platform. Netflix is set to release earnings after the close of the market today. Of the 11 sectors in the S&P 500, six were in the green today, led by consumer staples, communication services, and materials. Crude oil ending the day with a modest drop of 29 cents per barrel, and Bitcoin continuing to fall, dropping another 2.5%. The Dow today down 96 points, the Nasdaq gained 66, and the S&P 500 rose 14. Faithward Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more online at faithwardadvisors.com. Hi, I'm Rob West with your Faith and Finance Minute. It's tax season again, and the good news is you have less than a 1% chance of being audited by the IRS. The bad news is mistakes on your return could increase those odds significantly. For example, if you're careless with your numbers or you fail to report income, that could trigger an audit. If you're self-employed, claiming personal expenses as business expenses, or claiming a home office deduction if you don't qualify, any of those will raise red flags at the IRS. As followers of Christ, we must always act with integrity. Romans 13.7 teaches, give to everyone what you owe them. If you owe taxes, pay taxes. If revenue, then revenue. If respect, then respect. If honor, then honor. Get biblical answers to your financial questions in the FaithFi community. Download FaithFi, Faith and Finance in your app store or visit faithfi.com. Coming up on the 5 o'clock report, do your kids get sick by wearing shorts outside in the cold? We take a look at the science and the psychology of it after one last look at the forecast. A warm-up on the way with Kevin Williams. Here is your Family Life Regional weather forecast for the night tonight. Areas of light, freezing rain, sleet, and snow this evening. Overnight, it's still some pockets of freezing rain, a little sleet or snow in portions of central New York. Otherwise, a bit of light rain or drizzle with slowly rising temperatures. 
for Wednesday. A little pocket or two of freezing rain in the morning, especially across the eastern Twin Tiers region and eastern central New York. Otherwise, it'll be cloudy with a bit of light rain or drizzle. High temps, low 40s. The expectation is the rest of the week will be relatively mild. Thank you, Kevin. Finally at five shorts in the winter. It's 40 degrees out, but it is a battle between parents and teens and tweens that's gone on forever. Pants are not comfortable. It's going to be a fight every morning. So I figured let him go to school, learn his lesson, and eventually he'll start wearing pants. Does it really matter? Dr. Elizabeth Murray was on the Today Show today. She's with the American Academy of Pediatrics. Turns out just being exposed to the cold is not more likely to make you sick. Jennifer Harstein is a family psychologist, she offers advice to parents. I think you have to pick your battles, right? Hiding them is great. We did seasonal transfer, right? Spring and summer stuff went away, winter stuff came down. But I think, do you need to have the battle every morning? Or do you kind of come up with an agreement, not when you have to get out the door? If it's a certain temperature, you can wear the shorts. Is this the kind of the hill you need to die on? Scientifically, your kids are going to be just fine. And that is the world that we live in for Tuesday, the 23rd of January. I'm Sarah Harnish, and this is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life. 